0: Hi, this is Bruce Buffer and you're listening to the Brots and Beard Podcast. Hello, tailgaters. Welcome back to the Brats and Beers podcast. We are excited to bring you another very special interview guest today. We have a former Olympic gold medal sprinter that recently started a transition into becoming a professional rugby player. He attended George Mason University and is also an avid turtle supporter and began the Golden Tortoise Rescue Foundation in 2019. Tailgaters, please help us welcome gold medalist David Verberg to the show today. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I better not wake the baby.
1: Thank you for having me. Thank you, i appreciate it.
0: Thank you, thank you for joining us. Um, also a shout out to Matt Dreswicky for connecting us. Um, you guys were playing some rugby this past weekend yeah, together. Cool. Yes,
1: yes. I was just talking to Matt. Uh, I was talking to him through DM the uh, just just you a few hours ago. So okay. Up some workouts. So. Great nice. guy, man. He, he's really cool. He's yeah, so, I went yeah, to I man. went to high
0: school with him, and he was like, yeah, he's like, I was playing some rugby. He's like, you guys should talk to this guy. I'm like, I'm down. I'm down. So I appreciate um, that. Well, we, we appreciate you. And uh, one thing, I think we're going to start off on, on the turtle uh, foot here. So we got to talk about some of this stuff, in your, this turtle stuff going on in your life. And- in. <laughs> what was that?
1: I said, let's jump in. Let's, let's <laughs> do it. <laughs>
0: So, in, as I mentioned, in 2019, um, you started the um, um, the Golden Tortoise Rescue Foundation, and you rescued a turtle in traffic, and it went viral, and then you ended up on the Ellen Show. Did you have a previous, like, love for turtles, or did it just kind of happen all in the moment there?
1: No, um, I've always loved turtles. Um, I had, you know, I had like the little one that everyone makes mistakes with when they were growing up. Um, and then living. I've lived in Florida at the time for for years. And so they're always in the road. So, you know, I would stop and pick them up all the time. You know, that wasn't just yeah. a one day thing. It just so happened to be the, uh, I had my friend recorded that day cause I was in the in- intersection and something happened. Uh, I wanted to proof that I wasn't just a crazy Florida man in yeah. traffic. There was a reason like, you know, why,
0: why I'm in the road. You know, I'm not just, You'd you be know, one of those crazy those- Florida stories that everyone hears about <laughs> all the time.
1: <laughs> exactly. Like a Florida man in traffic. Like, there it goes, me. <laughs> like, no, there was, you know, so uh, that's why I was in the first place. And then, it all just kind of ping ponged and happened after that, you know, it was kind of just random how it even ended up viral or Ellen show or any of that. So,
0: yeah. That's awesome. How was the, uh, how was the Ellen show? Was she mean to her staff? Like everyone's saying, I'm <laughs> just kidding. You don't have to answer that. You know.
1: <laughs> no, no. So no, funny enough, I get asked a lot and, and they could have been faking it for me, but once again, I'm not high enough on the totem poles where they would need to fake it. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah, yeah. everyone said, that, everyone said they like that I met, down like they said they liked her said they enjoyed being there everyone seemed happy now they could have all been lying (laughs) who knows i don't know but you know who who likes their boss all the time i know i sure don't so
0: (laughs) that is a great point you
1: know and she sells happiness so you have to be happy 100 of the time and the second you tell somebody to do something they don't like it now all of a sudden ellen's an itch. so you know exactly who knows but for yep. from my experience, she was great. So I can I can always think her. So there's
0: always two sides to every story no, for sure. For
1: sure. Exactly. So from my experience, it was it was all clean, all good on my end. So. Awesome.
0: Well, can you dive into some more about what your foundation does, like for for like rescuing turtles and everything?
1: now for sure. So it started off um when I was in Florida, it was gonna be roadway removal and just helping tourists cross. So i had people sign up and we kind of like walk a stretch of a uh, stretch of like about a mile um, of a known area that I kind of marked out that tortoises were known, kind of helped them cross. Um, now, since I had moved to Georgia and I'm about to actually move again, just kind of how life works. Um, when I moved here, I started helping people adopt tortoises and reptiles. So they come to me and people would be like, hey, I have a tortoise. We don't really let it go. We don't want to do with it. So mm-hmm. I'll give it to a home, find a place for it, find somebody that can take care of it rather than it just getting you know tossed outside or anything like that yeah um i'm about to be moving yeah. to texas where there are actually more tortoises and more turtles around so i'm going to go back to the same thing i did in florida as far as like the roadway removal helping them cross the street um providing funds to people that find them injured so getting them to the vet care getting them um yeah. in places <clears throat> where they can get the help they need um and still going to do the adoption so people can still come to us as a source um like hey we, we either want to you know take care of an animal or we like want to get rid of one And i'm kind of just like that guy to help them get them in the right yeah. homes rather That's than awesome. them going to a shelter and they get, nobody knows how to take care of them in a the shelter and usually end up dying because yeah. it's a reptile and needs specific care. Yeah. Um, so kind of yeah. that a shelter for it.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. That's so cool. Like I don't, I don't even think about like turtles going to like rescue homes or like, or like shelters or anything like that. Like you always think like cats and dogs. I'm like, I don't even like think about turtles going to like, I think like, it's probably a lot more popular down South. Yeah. From, yeah. <laughs> Where there's more, there's not just snappers in our lakes yeah. up here. <laughs>
2: Hey David, uh Michelangelo, Leonardo, Donatello, Raphael. Which one? Oh, uh, Raphael. <laughs> good choice. Uh, right. Raphael, I like it. Well, for, David, how do I get my hands on one of the magnets? Those uh this car stops for turtles. Oh, just say the word. I can send one
1: out to you. Right. Um, actually <laughs> more made. Yeah, I'll keep some more made. Oh, those were a big hit. So I can send one out for sure. Um, be awesome. yeah, those are those are really out people. Um just kind of a. Uh, you know, I, I encourage people to do the same thing. Like, that was the whole purpose of starting it because if you see it, just stop. It takes, like, you know, safely, yeah. of course, it takes a couple of seconds to just pick it up and keep pushing. Um, So, yeah, Magnus is the kind of way to people to kind of become aware of, you know, that mental note, like, okay, maybe we should stop, maybe we will stop and just. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, for so sure. I'll let someone out, send them out for sure.
2: Dude, I love it, man. Tur- I'm not joking. Turtles are my favorite animal. Um, I do the same thing up here, but it's different up here. You know, they're, there's no tortoises up here in yeah. the wild, at least. But uh, mm-hmm. no, I love it. That's awesome you started that. Thank you. That's so cool. We should become best friends. I think we did. <laughs> we should become. Best... Yup. Yep. Yup. <laughs> uh,
0: I was going to ask you if you think, uh, do you think you should be a character in Mario Kart because you're fast and you could like take the turtle shells and throw them at people yeah, to win the just
2: races? H- them at people. <laughs>
1: I'd be all for that. That'd be great. <laughs> I love some Mario Kart. I'll tell you, I've, I've lost some friendships over Mario Kart yeah. in nice high school, man. I'm telling you. That's funny. That's and funny. God.
0: Are are you uh oh it looks like Drew might be freezing, but um are you familiar? Do you know Turtle Man? The the guy who was uh, he, he was on like I don't know if it was like TLC or whatever he was on, yeah. <laughs>
1: So the guy from Kentucky, right? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. the one like, <laughs> yeah, so the one like, live, <laughs> live action? <laughs> live action. So, live action. So crazy enough, I used to live in Kentucky when I was younger. And he was from like, I want to say like six counties over. Um, but I, I never met him or anything like that. But I remember when it when it exploded, I definitely watched it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's too turtle funny. Me. Oh man. yeah, he's uh, yeah, live yeah. actor.
0: Yeah, that that's hilarious. He is uh, he's something else. He was pretty, he was pretty fun to watch though. But um are are you yeah, familiar probably... with uh? Th- this will be the last turtle question, I swear. But um, do you nah, know? Nah, man. <laughs> do you know the the zombie kid? Have you ever seen that uh video where they ask like the kid dressed up as a zombie and it uh he says he just goes, I like turtles. And but like, they're like, do you like zombies or whatever? He's like, I like turtles. <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> yeah. I'm just picturing you at one of your like press conferences for your foundation. And they're like, why did you start this? And you're just like, I like turtles. <laughs> no, honestly. So,
1: so I got stopped uh, in LA like uh, on the way home from like a reporter randomly. Um, and I was tired having up all night. Like he was, and they're like, yeah, so what? I was like, yeah, I just I, I really like I really like turtles. they so like, yeah, no, like what happened? I was like, I, I like turtles. Like they so like, okay, okay. So I was on tell you, I was like exhausted, like <laughs> past exhausted. Yeah, it was by far the worst interview I've ever done. That is ever. hilarious. Ever. You are the zombie kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's too funny. I think the name of this episode
0: might become I Like Turtles. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm, all for it. I'm, I'm not even mad. that's too i was funny. actually
0: trying to get on so the, there's a
1: team the uh the um the, the loggerheads for the sevens i was really trying like trying to get on that team and i yeah. found out I was on the loonies like don't get me wrong they were great yeah when yeah. we first picked the team i was like i almost i was like this close to like email them like is there a way i can like but i didn't want to like i was just happy to do this. so i was like let me not seem a like am very full of ruining chances yeah like that but yeah. I, was, I was just to to like if there's a way i could be in that team make it happen but and I, it
0: uh, like, that <laughs> would have been perfect for the brand perfect, but, seriously, per- that's perfect too funny. but
1: you know what hey everything happens for a reason it so does we'll it. it does
0: um diving into your professional career i guess a little bit and, and kind of talking about it already but I mean, you were, a, you used to be a sprinter, or I guess, I'm not sure if you still compete at all, um, but, and now you're converting into rugby, and that's what we were kind of talking about. What drove you to kind of change sports, and like, what's been kind of like the hardest transition for you?
1: Oh, wow. Uh, drove me. I had retired from track um, in 20, 2019, 2020. Um, I had been dealing with a couple of Achilles injuries um, on my left foot, and being a 400-meter runner at my stature running on a busted spring, which is what I was doing at that point. Um, I was just putting too much force in the ground for the type of training I was doing at that point, like the hard track, the tight turns. Um, it just wasn't conducive to, to healing. And then mentally, I just wasn't in anymore. I had reached way further than I thought I would when I started. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I didn't do everything I wanted to do, but I did more than I thought I was going to do, if that makes sense.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um. So looking back, I was like, I, I can't be mad at what I've done. And looking ahead, I don't see um, if I have anything left to achieve that I have more to put out. If I'm putting out all this time and money and just mentally grinding through for the next four years and track, like can I do that? And I was like, I can't. Yeah. So I retired. I still love the sport before I started hitting it. But um, I had seen rugby played um, in 2016 when I went like that was the first time I was there. And I knew about 15s. Um, that was the first time I'd really seen sevens like that. I'm like, oh, there's a whole faster shorter game you know uh yeah. there's quicker people and i'm like okay so i started watching more um i knew about carlin Isles. i was, uh, talked to him there and i knew he had ran track a little bit and then transitioned um into rugby and so i just started watching more and um i moved up to atlanta it's really heavy in atlanta. there's a lot of great clubs a lot of life universities here they have a great program um so i was like this is and i tried to get involved in florida but it just wasn't happening um yeah. It just the club didn't respond back and it just didn't happen. So I'm like, whatever. Yeah. I moved up here um, and an old white rugby club had open, like open practice. So I'm like, okay, let me just let me see what it's about. And I loved it. (laughs) I was like, this is. This is great. It was like organized chaos, um, and I forgive me for saying it. If the you know that's was probably you know inappropriate in the rugby world, that's that's what it felt like to me. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. um, it felt like schoolyard football, but at, at its best. You know, it was, it, I don't know. It was kicking or tackling or running. Yeah. Was, <laughs> I was loving it from, from the start.
2: Well,
0: um, I, so, yeah, I, I I still don't know bad. how to play it, so it's all right. It, it seems <laughs> it seems like a big hodgepodge to me too. So it's
2: it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> D- David, I saw something. There's yeah. a, a quote. It says, uh, football is a gentleman's game played by ruffians, and rugby is a ruffian's game played by gentlemen.
1: <laughs> that, that seems about right. That seems about right, for sure.
0: How is, cool, I guess, cool. how is your, well, what have you had to do to like your body? Are you like putting on like weight or like muscle? Like, I guess, what's the difference between obviously you're getting hit and stuff and that's not happening during your your races so i guess we we'll, what we'll kind of yeah. transition
1: <laughs> yeah for real no um definitely putting on weight just because i had to stay at a certain weight just to get around the track you know um but now i need to put on weight to take hits and, and you know last through these games so i am putting on weight so I, I changed my my diet a little bit eating more more calories changed my weight program did less long runs more just focus on just kind of like burst sprinting uh, throwing a couple Broncos here and there, uh, just, for, just for some fun. But um, other than that, uh, the hardest transition has been, like, just, like, the lateral movements, you know. I'm, used to, I'm running in a straight line all the time, and now I have to be able to cut and stop at a dime and then keep going. And so that's completely different, you know, yeah. than what I'm used to. I'm used to getting, you know, as much time as I need to slow down and accelerate, and, you know, it's all under my control, whereas now I need to be at top speed in two steps, yeah, and then I have to decelerate. And then go in. So just getting used to that movement. Um, And then just, it's a, I went from a completely individual sport to the ultimate team game. You know, (laughs) I have to know what my teammates are doing. I have to know what the defense is doing. I'm on offense and defense, you know, while I'm, you know, so you're, so much is going on. Whereas track, I can focus, you know, on one thing. So just mentally, just wrapping my mind around everything has been probably the biggest challenge. Physically, I can handle everything and getting used to it. But mentally, just getting used to the game.
0: Pace. Do, do you do you like the team aspect to it like coming from like being so individually focused like are you enjoying it or is is that like is it hard nah, i love it no nah, yeah. i love
1: it like it's it, it, it's hard in the sense that i wanna i want to be better than i am right now and like that's that's frustrating for me like i want to be a mate as good as, at rugby as i was track right now like yeah. yeah there's a whole learning so that's <laughs> frustrating part so i i make sure i ask questions for teammates and make sure i'm community kidding talking but i love it like i love the teammate aspect i love uh like the captain runs and you know the, the whole yeah. the whole aspect of it has been great uh, it's been in the rugby community as a whole has been real welcoming and so it's been it's been a real real good nice. transition
2: are
0: are they having the um are they having rugby in the next olympics and are you gonna be there david
1: uh they are having the next olympics and uh god only knows you know my plan is to just keep playing uh keep getting better you know keep Keep going to tournaments, you know, and keep being in the right places, and you know, who who knows what can happen. The answer is um, yes, yes,
2: but yes. We, we want to hear <laughs>
0: yes.
1: <laughs> the plan is the plan is to be there. You know, I don't want to. That's why I started playing rugby instead of doing like a rec rec basketball league. I wanted to be able to compete at the highest level in another sport, um, and I'll be the first person to do that. Um, to my knowledge, if I'm wrong, somebody can misquote me. But I don't think I don't think anybody has ever competed in the Olympics in track and then gone to. Uh, another summer another sport, sport. Even, and compete um, in a team sport like that. Cause usually people go winter, uh, summer or winter. Yeah. Um, I don't know too many that have gone summer, summer um, and in a different sport. So yeah. I'll be one of uh breathing rare air right there.
0: That'd be amazing. So, uh, Incredible. Yeah.
1: So yeah, I'll be breathing rare. air. Um, as my friend Adrian Vaughn says. So uh, honestly, yeah, that's, that's the goal. You know, if that happens, yeah. And if it doesn't, I, God knows I gave everything trying to get there.
2: So yeah. Yeah, good point. I love that. I
0: love that. Do you? Oh, Drew, you, you can go.
2: Well, <clears throat> I apologize to all the rugby listeners, but uh, <laughs> I just want to dive into rugby, David. So uh, like Sean said, I don't really know all the rules, but I have a pretty good grasp on it. So what is your strategy coming out? You said, you know, it's, <laughs> it's not it's nonstop play pretty much. Right. Besides yeah. for the kicks. So what mm-hmm. is the, your guys' strategy? When you David's call, like, give
0: me the ball, and I'm running as fast as I can.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, right, now, you can, only, you
1: can <laughs> right well, now, go ahead, uh, go ahead, David. Oh yeah, so right now I'm uh, I'm at the I'm at the wing, so I'm at the, the that outside guy. Basically, my job is to to get the ball and and be as fast as I can on the outside and, and be the outside containment. Um, so my plan is uh, I've been real really focusing on like, how am I going to be the best wing? though? Like how am I going to do that? Like, how am I going to use my speed to my best advantage? So I'm really working on my field vision, really working on, you know, cutting to the outside and cutting back in and being evasive while still being able to maximize my speed, my speed to its full potential. So doing a whole lot of cuts, like I'm not a juker by doing that, I kind of minimize what I'm able to do to help the team out. So I'm working on my weave pattern, you know, working on, being real evasive, um, a bit longer strides. Working on defensively. Um, I need to be a bigger asset on the wing. Come on, the, I'm a last containment guy. So, working on tackling. So, I'm working on taking hits. I started. I started boxing. Um, a lot of people in my family are real big in boxing. My sister Andrea is a ringside uh, fight physician for MMA. Oh, wow. Professional fights. So I go. Yeah, I go boxing with her and like with my brother who's a does Muay Thai. Um, just working on you know even just field vision taking hits and just getting used to contact. Yeah. Um, but for me on the field, just trying to get better, being uh being there for the offload, getting used to hitting the the hard lines and being able to see where the lines are between the defense is like something I've really been focusing on. Cause I if I'm able to help my team now I'm a better player because it's such a team game that mm-hmm. if I'm running fast all day but I'm not even there to to you know support my teammate, then I'm kind of useless out there. It's not a one man yeah. show. Yeah. Um, Great.
0: Have you taken any, like, crazy hits yet that have, like, messed yeah. you up?
2: Like, welcome to the sport? Like, uh-oh.
1: <laughs> so my yeah, my first Rugby Sevens tournament in April. Um, yeah, it was one of the later games, like one of the last games. I was tired. I had been going full tilt all day. And this guy was coming just straight at me. And I hadn't really practiced tackling a whole lot. At all, really. I played football in high school. That was 30 years ago at this point, it seems like. Um, you know, we had done some tackling drills, not a lot. And so I just, I'm right in front of him. You know, I don't get low. I just, I try to high tackle and he blows his shoulder and just barrels in me. And I like latch on and kind of like drag him down. But he, you know, it was ugly and he smacked me with everything. So I get up, like my ears ringing a little bit. <laughs> I'm walking like, holy shit. I'm like, all right. <laughs> okay. Okay. I was like, this is this is it. Huh? We're here. We're like here. Welcome. Know, like, yeah. Yeah. Let me know. Let me know. Like, this is it. But also let me know, like, all right, like, I can I can do it. You yeah. Know? Like, I can because yeah. he was he was terrible. Ran over me and I was like, all right, but I can I can be here though. I can take it. Wow. Well,
0: um, nice. What's the what's kind of like your recovery methods? Like I I guess what, what are you what, what are you doing after practices or like your games or your matches, I guess, or
1: uh, coconut water. Uh, I start down in coconut water just for the uh, the electrolytes. Coconut water, watermelon. Um, and then I, I ice bath. I ice bath. I'm really heavy on the Epsom salt first and then I ice bath. Um, I'll jog afterwards, like right afterwards. It doesn't even matter how sore I am, how beat up, just to, just to run it out. You know, you don't want to go from high intense gang to sitting, especially because you're sitting for, you know, terms are always far away um even if you're sitting in the car for 30 minutes you're sitting in that crunch position yeah. now your hips are tight so i try to stretch and jog right afterwards just to kind of treat it like track you know treat it like, like i did a hard workout trying to do that, that shake out right afterwards um put my legs up five ten minutes let them drain out a little bit and then it's just recovery you know this is water um ice bath um and just eat refuel um peanut butter and jelly right before bed and then call it a night you know Peanut butter and jelly. It's all about what I love it. Yeah, love it. peanut butter, strawberry, strawberry <laughs> so, so, peanut butter, call
2: David, so <clears throat> what would be the benefit to kicking the ball versus? Okay, so if a if a player gets tackled, you can only tackle the person. You can only hit someone who has the ball, correct?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so, think, if, when they go down, they have to to get rid of the ball right? Mm-hmm. So why don't you Yo, just hold on to the ball and wait till your, your teammate comes around and pass him the ball?
1: So you have to, as soon as you get tackled, as soon as you are to the ground, you have to release it. So that's why you see like um, everyone back like the candlestick or back, you know, putting it back as far as they can towards their players back on the ground. Because as soon as you're on the ground, you have to release the ball. Um, and somebody has to be there to pick it up. When you That's how people can coach the ball. So if I release the ball, right? Um, and let it go, and nobody's there for my team. They can come over top, snatch the ball, and now, now the, uh, the defense has it. Um, so that's why, that's why it's so quick to have somebody to the break, to the breakdown. So you want another guy coming in. So as soon as I'm down, presenting the ball, they're there being able to pick it up, you know, and dish it out to the next guy. Um, at the same time, that's why the offload is so important. So while I'm going down, if I see an option, that's not going to screw us, right? So if I see that a player is running on, or if I see that, you know, my team was right here, and I can, you know, get an arm loose, somehow get into, you know, accept the tackle and then somehow get it off to my teammate. I need to be looking for those options as well. So you're know, looking for two options, really looking for, you know, who's near me. That's why I see players like holding the ball right here in the middle, um, getting ready to dish it left or right, even into the tackle. So as I'm coming in, like, can I still give an option somewhere? Yeah.
2: Okay. That wow. makes sense. So, and you can only throw back ba- uh, backward passes, right? uh but what about what about kicking can you kick forward and, and that's why yeah that's why people decide to kick so you oh, know, okay
1: kick it forward um so you can have like a clearing kick where you know you kick it up and over you have a grubber um that's what you see and kick it on the ground so you kick it on the ground you want to usually get like you have a nice little roll and then one or two bounces it'll pop up and so the purpose of that is as a wing let's say i see there's two guys on me, right? But I see a gap, and I can kick it through, and I know I'm fast enough to kick it and run because I know they can't tackle me, right? So I'm kicking it through the defense and kicking Chase. So I'm kicking it, and we're all just racing now at this point. Who can get this the ball quicker?
0: Interesting. That makes <laughs> is it, sense. Well, what's it well, What's it called when they, like, lift people in the air? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I think think I yeah. I think that's rugby. I think it's a lift. Yeah,
1: I think he's are talking about uh, lineouts. Yeah, so yeah, yeah.
0: The yeah, for the, yeah.
1: From the, uh, the forward. Yep, yep. Yeah, you could get some rugby people mad and you test me. <laughs> nah, but yeah, that's <laughs> that's the line out to the list. The so yeah, okay, you know, they will do the line out when it goes out of touch. Um,
0: I also I also didn't to do a very good mind. job explaining it, so you can blame that on nah, me too. Nah. <laughs>
1: I think I think I passed. So I think i think it's
0: good. <laughs> Back in the day, I think on PS2, I I bought a rugby game, and me and my brother were like, "Oh, this rugby game is going to be amazing," and we had no idea how to play. So it just became button mashing when we just pushed buttons, and like we never knew how to score. We had no idea. It was it was uh, it was a fun game for about oh. a week, but. <laughs>
1: So funny enough, I bought the I I have a rugby game right now on my Xbox because especially when I started, I was like, I have no idea what I'm doing. Right. So I was like, let me get this at least so like you know, I'll play the game, start learning positions, at least start and it actually helped. It actually helped, I'm not gonna lie.
2: I believe it. This is my last rugby question, is uh well, I forgot it now, so now I gotta think about. (laughs) No, okay, so. You mainly throw underhand passes, but can you throw overhand backwards or is it just way too heavy, the footy? Um, Technically, like,
1: and someone out there, if you're hearing this, correct me if I'm wrong, technically, I think you can. I don't think there's a rule because you can – as long as it's going backwards, like, I can toss it, do whatever backwards. So if you can grip it and throw it backwards that way, I feel like you can. Um. People probably get mad at you just because then it looks like a football and nobody wants that, right? Right.
0: <laughs> that but, um,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, nobody wants that. But no, I think, I think technically you can, though. Any way you can get it backwards to your teammate, you can get it there. Um, I believe. Interesting.
0: Okay. All
2: right. So, I have, I
1: have one more,
0: too. I have one more, too. Because yeah. I see, I've seen this. It's when everyone gets together and then, like, they just look like they're like it's barely called a scrum Sean. The scrum. They're in the scrum and everyone looks like they're not even doing anything. And then magically some guy just pops out of nowhere and just runs away with the ball. So, so
1: the reason that was so you have like, you know, you group of men here and a group of here, and they're just locked in. So you get like that's why it looks like they're going anywhere because they're really just fighting back and forth, you yeah. know, gaining inches. Sometimes you see them plow over, but usually they're pretty evenly matched, so it's going back and forth, and you can only move the ball with your feet. And so that's why you see him kind of shuffling with their feet. You can only move the ball with their feet. And then you have the scrum half come in, um, who can only grab it once it's clear of everyone's feet, right? So once oh. it's past that last forward feet, then he can grab it. That's why you see him pop in. And they're usually a shorter player, right? So they're you know hiding back there. They're popping in and they're dishing yeah. the ball out
0: um, on okay. get it out of there. Okay. That makes sense. I mean. I feel like that would take like forever if everyone was just evenly matched. Like it just takes 30 minutes to get the ball out. But... <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. <That's, laughs> at first I thought that too. I was like, is this how they actually move the ball down the field? <laughs> like, there's, there's no way. But yeah. Uh, so you'll see them pop the ball in on the side. And so once they pop it on the side, they run to the back, the scrum half. And then they're moving it with their feet. Once they move it, once it clears out with their feet, then okay. boom, you get the ball cleared okay. clear it out.
2: How God, get Matt, Matt's going to
0: hate me. For asking these questions, man. <laughs>
2: like, how does this, like, because the, the play doesn't stop. So, is it when the ball's out of bounds or a foul or how does the scrum? Oh, Lord.
1: Okay.
2: So, uh, scrum
1: happens when.
0: If we can always take this out if you
1: want. <laughs> no, no, no. It's fine. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of all the reasons the, the scrum can happen. I know the, the line out is when he goes out of touch. That's when you have a line out when you throw it in. A scrum is for a knock on. Was that a penalty? I believe it's for a knock on. Uh, Fifteens. So that's when uh, the play gets uh, the player knocks it forward. Then you have a scrum to finish uh, to fix it, and the opposing side gets to put in put the ball in and then resets it because you knocked it on. I believe that's correct. Okay. I hope I'm right. I'm gonna look at sounds it up.
0: sounds right to me. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds right. If not, I'm damn close. I'm
1: probably.
0: Close. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's
1: it. I feel serves for a knockoff. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like
0: it. Have you had any like uh, like big setbacks in your career? Whether like, I guess most likely. I mean, your Achilles injuries. You are saying where we're probably are those probably the biggest setbacks you've had? Like as far as recovery goes. And uh, uh,
1: yeah, that was probably like the biggest, um, the biggest setback. Oh no, actually, uh, in 2016, 2016, Yeah, no, twenty sixteen. will had my biggest setback. So the Olympic year. Um, in the fall, and fall training, I broke my wrist. Um, uh, during practice, so I wasn't able to to lift for a while. I was in a big old cast, and this was Olympic year, and I know that everybody's doing literally everything possible to make this team. And I'm in a cast, and it was for a stupid reason. Like I was playing football with some friends bef- at practice before coach got out there, and I jumped <laughs> up to swap off the ball, and I I fell, and uh... long story short, of broke my wrist. But any in, in, yeah, that was that was big. I had to change up my entire way I was lifting. Basically, I had to go to band work, just different ways um, to lift. I still had the lifts. Yeah. Um, I just couldn't use my arms. So it was that was really hard just to get through, even mentally knowing that I'm not getting all the all the potential out of my training as possible. And you know, I know other people are doing more than I am at this mm-hmm. point, and that was really getting to me. Um, and then fast forward, during the Olympic trials and on through the Olympics, I was dealing with plantar fascia in both my feet. Um, right when especially it felt like uh, somebody was sticking a knife in the bottom of my foot basically every time I walked. So, uh, yeah. And I have like little, little micro tears, in my oh, heel, oh. <laughs> it was, it was not fun. It was one of those, like, we're here. So you got to get it done type of type of situations. So yeah. that was, that was a big step back and uh, just, just getting through that, like just physically making yourself do something that your body's telling you not to was, yeah. uh, was really
0: hard for sure. Damn. For so sure. you've, so you've had some injuries. Damn. Yeah.
2: And I have some, have some grinders. Damn! But, did you at least uh, block the ball when you went up to block it? I did. I did. All right, all right. So, it's all worth it, though. Know, that is
1: like the, the kind of achievement. Like, and I jumped too high. Like, honestly, jumped too high um, Then I expected. I started floating backwards a little bit. It was impressive. Wasn't worth it, no. <laughs> but it was impressive. For sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs>
2: Take the good and the bad. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know. Yeah. You didn't get the ball. Right?
2: Yeah. <laughs> well. I got to call you out a little bit because I saw like an Instagram quote or something. I can't remember, but it was like, you know, your coaches didn't believe in you back in high school and and look where you are now. But but you did pretty good in high school, right? Um, Actually, not really. I did get my senior year.
1: Like I did get really like the last like probably six months of my senior year. <laughs> Before that, I I wasn't really all that recruited. Um, I had a Division three coach tell me like sit there and tell my parents and tell me like uh, I might as well sign with him because no D D one coaches are gonna want me. Oh um, wow, what's that yeah, name?
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My,
1: my, my no. To this day, my dad sends him like press clippings. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> to this day, about I and press clippings of like everything that happened, like everything. Awesome. I love it. But, um, so yeah, like I wasn't highly recruited uh, out of high school. Um, and then one track meet, uh, after I'd already on the Mason, uh, I dropped top times in the state in like, all three events the one, two, and the four. I was like number one in the state after that weekend. Um, and then I got better from there, but yeah, it was, like it was like a six month stint and it was like good, but I wasn't really all that recruited and in college. My first two years, I was kind of just there. You know, I didn't make nationals individually. I wasn't, you know, a big hitter like that. I won our conference, but our conference wasn't anything major, like, you know, any big deal. And I won with the 46, which was fast for me, but in the grand scheme of track and field, wasn't anything crazy. Um, and then my junior and senior years, when I had my big breakthrough, and I was like, you know, really stepped my training up. I dropped a second um, each year, really, after that, in the 400, which was yeah. – Pretty, pretty hard to do yeah um so so yeah it's just uh training my mentality changed my my mentality about training changed that was like the big deal was treating training like it was a track meet not just training but like what can i get out of this workout um not just like can i get out of the workout like can i get in get out but like what am i here doing like you know every every uh-huh. rep was like should be like my race you know and, yep. and treating it like um, so my whole mentality changed, um, and that really, I saw the biggest difference when that happened, you know, when yeah. I started treating my, my practice, like it was actually beneficial, not just something my coach is forcing me to do, Yeah. you know, yep. um, was actually treating it like
2: it was like, it was something for me. And that, that was the big difference changer for me. Damn. That's awesome. And that's what leads me to when you got the call to be selected for the first leg. Was that, were you in R or what, what, what oh, happened? Man.
1: Honestly, though, so that was that call. I didn't think I was running, so that was my break. break. Um, onto like USA's back in 2013, my first USA team getting all that. I didn't think I was gonna get that call. I had ran the night before, um, I was just happy to be there, and then I had went out, done whatever, I know, <laughs> had, a great, <laughs> had a great time. And then the next day, like, coach was calling, like, all right, David, you're leading off. <coughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> what what oh, i was like oh god oh like i'm almost pissed my pants like mind you i wasn't i just mentally wasn't in the in the spot i thought i was done so now i'm finding out i have to get back out there and lead off so i'm literally about to shit myself excuse
0: me but, um... <laughs>
1: no no we swear all the
0: time it's perfectly
1: fine. okay okay yeah like that was like the most terrifying but like the rewarding call of my life. There was so many mixed emotions, just dread and excitement. Like I didn't know what to cry or scream in that moment. It was so many ups and downs because I was not prepared, but I was at the same time. So it's amazing. It was bad.
2: Congratulations. That's awesome. (laughs) That's amazing.
0: I I do (laughs) want to ask you, we've had a, we've had a couple different Olympians on, on the podcast (laughs) so far, and we want to ask about the Olympic village. So, we we've heard it from a couple different people we just want to ask again is it as crazy as you've heard <laughs> or yeah. as we've heard
1: yes yeah so everything you've heard is probably true <laughs> um i don't know what you've heard but it's probably some probably i mean. probably true um i mean you have you have uh you have so many different people there from so many different walks of life it's so such a high caliber of of athlete, you know, everyone there is the best in their country. You know, yeah. like just even wrapping your mind around that in their sport, they're the best in their country at their sport. So yeah. it just even think about that. So you're walking about people that like, that's the best thing. You know, it's just even being in that environment is Yeah, wow. So you have these talented athletes with high levels of testosterone and it's just it's a lot. You know, it's a lot of partying <laughs> a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's, it's, it's a lot. There yeah. are there are the rumors are true there are condom dispensers this, this threw me off there are condom <laughs> dispensers as you're leaving like the bathroom and just leaving the mess hall and it's like it's like bubblegum free just, just you know you just take most people, <laughs> like like people you'd see people like you'd always notice like the time people took them people took them at breakfast and stuff like that They're taking home for souvenirs. people taking them dinner time you'd be looking like
0: <laughs> yeah i know it. <laughs> oh where are you going
1: oh <laughs> yeah okay okay but yeah it was, it was i'm just was picturing
0: wild. you go to like the bathroom and then you know how like when you go to the club and there's like a guy and there's handing out like like cologne and like gum and, and stuff and he and there's just one in the bathroom he has only condoms he hands out <laughs>
2: <laughs> if i he- took one people would be like that kid's using it by himself <laughs>
0: He would be a solo side <laughs> he'd, he'd, he'd grab it and then turn around and tell everyone. He'd be like, "Hey guys, look what I just grabbed!"
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> For sure. Oh, uh, was good. That's, that's hilarious. Oh,
1: that was good. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, it was an amazing, experience, man. This was great. It was it was a once in a lifetime experience. Hope to go back just to just to be in that environment.
0: Yeah, that's so cool, Drew. I think you wanted to touch on his uh, on his
2: diet, right? Yeah, I love your Instagram videos, the vegan chef man. That's, you're killing it. Where'd you get those glasses? You look just this like man.
1: that. I found them at like some random shop, like you know, one of those random like uh, Ross or something like that. Um, and I found I found multiple pairs. Like I found I found a couple pairs of them before. Um, and I wear them out just to wear them. I love those things. I don't know where he got them, but I, I love them. So, thank you, Salt and Bay, for showing me those. those <laughs> yeah, prices. Salt and Bay. They're, they're you,
2: great. The one you they're cut great. the pineapple, I was dying, man. I'm like, what oh, is yeah. this guy
1: doing? <laughs> I did it the first, like, one time just goofing off. Like, I was cutting a watermelon and I just started I just started like, kicking off. <laughs> and my friend was weak and I like, I'm going to record this. And then it just kind of took a life of its own to the point now, like, I do. Uh, it, it's funny how life works. I kind of just go with it same with track i started track because uh girls get to travel on the bus and i wanted to be in shape for soccer you know and it just kind of the meal i started the videos just to be funny and now i I have like some i i work with different brands for some (laughs) for some products i do i do meal prep for people now i do some vegan meal prep uh, for people so i do some private dinners now people book me and i do the whole the whole charade uh, uh-huh. For the private dinner, uh, awesome. so yeah, it became a life of its own. Yeah, so you just when life gives you lemons, you you cut them, them and make a video.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what what's his name? What did you say his name was? Is it- uh, I don't know his name. I put, like- you know, he's known as Salt Bay. It has to Salt Salt be. A, Bay oh yeah, one. did he reach out to <laughs> you?
1: <laughs> so he he uh, he's liked a video before. So I know he I know he's seen it. And then I went and challenged him to a cookoff. Uh, off oh. because what he makes is just basic shit. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, it's, you know, yeah. it's, just, it's just basic
0: food. He's just real antic about it, so yeah,
1: I, yeah. I, I cannot cook him. So I, I, I messaged him, he didn't respond back. We're, it's gonna happen though. He's scared, he's so scared.
0: He's, We're calling I'm
1: him ready, out. And look, I'm calling him out right now. I'm,
0: out. I'm, I'm gonna you tag him, I'm gonna I'm taking him in all of our posts that we do. I'm, for this. I'm gonna I'm beat him at his own game, making yes. it happen. You can
1: beat his own game <laughs> with vegetables. I'm gonna beat him with. And that's the most disrespectful thing. I'm gonna beat him with veggies.
2: Smack him with some broccoli. broccoli.
1: <laughs> with broccoli. Oh my god, that's awesome. That is
0: too funny. When uh, when did you become vegan? Or like, and, and uh, what and what made the well, like, why did you change? Been vegan for four years now. Okay. Um, and honestly, the change was
1: because my computer here oh no you're fine oh uh, the change is because i started doing a lot of work with foundations um i started doing a lot with foundations uh working with animals and people would be like oh so you love animals like yeah i love animals you know dog rescue dogs like i had horses going up like ah turtles you know and they'd be like oh you're vegan i'm like oh no i just had a, I just had a burger <laughs> i just had some chicken wings and like i started thinking like damn that's kind of hypocritical you know like I feel like a hypocrite. I'm saying I love animals and I'm, I'm petting and protecting this one, but then I go and, like, help help kill this one, right? And it would be different, I will say this publicly, I will say it's different if I was – I'm not even getting into that. They'll kill me. That's another conversation for, for, about <laughs> are uh, For factory farming in the dairy industry, is it, terrible, right? And so I feel like contributing, yes. like, I'm, I'm being a hypocrite. And so that's why I was like, maybe I can cut it out, right? Maybe I can – do meatless Monday, and then I realized that the alternatives weren't that bad. You know, I wasn't shriveling up and dying like everyone said I was going to. Um, I was still able to lift. I was still fast. Um, and then I was like, all right. And then it also became like a personal challenge, right? Because it's hard to it's hard to eat that way. You know, it's it's hard to to stick to a strict diet like that. It's hard to um, to not be able to eat whatever. Um, so it was it was kind of at that point it became like a little personal almost uh almost like not even not even mission but just kind of keep me humble keep me focused yeah. you know kind yeah. of you need a little a little hardship in life right you know you know everything doesn't need to be to be great you know yeah. so eating just for, just for the hell of it uh wasn't always great so now i'm eating for purpose and, uh, and i'm focusing a lot more on what i'm eating because like why why am i eating this what is it doing yeah um so i feel like that's helped me just become a healthier athlete and just pur just because now I have to focus on what what I'm eating. Before I just ate whatever, right? I would literally go and eat whatever. Didn't really care because um, it didn't really matter. Now I'm a little more focused on what I'm putting in my body. Um, So that I think it's taught me a lot, just about being more mindful of my nutrition, I just eat just for comfort, but eat to eat to yeah. fuel.
2: Yeah, awesome. No, that is really cool, that though. Is, yeah. uh, just just like, like you said, any, anytime you challenge yourself like that, it's a good feeling when you accomplish it. A, a diet is really yeah. hard. Diets are hard, yes. (laughs) It's it's extremely hard, you know.
1: And I I think that, uh, it's just, uh, you know, life gets easy, it's easy for sometimes. And so to have something you want to stick to and to to stick to uh, a strict diet and keep yourself accountable, you know, on a daily basis is good, you know, just hold yourself. Yeah,
2: Yeah, that's why I'm drinking Michelob Ultra. (laughs) All that,
0: I'm mad at it. I'm a honey, so. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Well, if you don't mind, I kind of want to do like a quick like rapid round of questions if you don't mind. Um yeah, good. Just a um all right, all right. Well, we'll just kick it off. I'm going to ask uh beer or wine? Beer. Beer. Okay. Any specific beer that you as a favorite? Uh Heineken or Corona. Okay. Okay. Nice. Those yeah. are good choices. Um would you rather win a race by a landslide or win a race by a photo finish?
1: Oh photo finish. Photo finish.
0: Um I passed just because it's
1: those are exciting, man. Those are yeah. exciting. Like, yeah. You, you got them, you know, yeah, like you, yeah. you blow them for but photo finishes though, like because I've had some you dig, you know, you
0: dig for those, you earn it.
2: Yeah. That's
0: I like it. Um, what's your favorite uh vegan meal? Favorite vegan meal is actually the double decker impossible burger.
1: I make the best impossible burger probably in the world. Um Yes, I'm very full. Yeah, uh, yeah, probably in the world. No lie. So, David, um, I'm getting married next so, year.
0: Do you want to come uh, make food at my wedding?
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, I do. Say less.
0: I, I want one of your uh, your impossible burgers on my wedding night.
1: <laughs> can make it happen.
0: Make it happen. Um, I saw – now, this, this is also Wikipedia, so I want to hear if it's true or not. But I saw your nicknames were Davy Crockett and Sanka. Are th- is that true so the song <laughs> I- and i want to song- know about soccer because if it's cool runnings related i'm all about it
1: 100 is 100 percent cool running related um i had dreads for the longest uh in high school. like i had dreads and somebody started calling me sanka um it's like a nickname and i love the movie like that really inspired my whole olympic journey really it was cool running you know just doing that and so I ran with it, you know. I, I took it. That was my middle people, it was my middle name on Facebook. It still is. It oh, wow. Davidson it's Davidson It still I believe, unless they changed it when they verified it. I hope
0: That's it. awesome. But um,
1: yeah, it was people thought it was my middle name for years. People <laughs> to this day, I still think it's my middle name. Um, and Davy Crockett, that's because my family is a bunch of assholes. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I was very decent stuck uh, for a while and then moved to Wyoming. And so, been in some country places in Tennessee. And uh, so, you know, we hear the stories, and my name was David, right? And yeah. so they would call me David, and then somebody started calling me David Crockett, and I, I hated it. I just, I hated it, hated I hated it. And then it stuck.
0: Uh, so,
1: uh, when I lived out in Wyoming, um, they only know me as Davy. I think nobody even knows me as David there. They only called me Davy, And that's like, yeah, it was terrible, terrible time. But yeah.
0: <laughs> Saka, you dead. Yeah, You're man. dead, man. Yeah, yeah man.
2: God,
0: love that movie. Um, do you think so? We had uh, we had Justin Gatlin on here, and uh, yeah. we we're we we're wondering if yeah. uh, oh, do you think you could beat him in a race? <laughs> That's a
1: question, man. i beat Justin in the race, man. It depends on the race. I'll tell you. This. I was gonna it say it depends on the, on the
0: distance, probably. Yeah.
1: We start getting past two. two hundred. did he get me? But we get to 205. I don't know. Man, <laughs> man. <laughs> I might even kid myself.
0: Yeah. Not yeah. keep
1: up. Don't get me wrong. Beat his but Nah. Can I beat him? No, nah, no chance, man. Even yeah. at, I think he's 40. Yeah. 39, 40, something yeah, he's like that. He something like that. drop in nine seconds.
0: So no, nah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on Yeah. Yeah. Um, would, do you prefer outdoor events or indoor events? Outdoor. Outdoor? Yeah, I like outdoor events. You know, I like how uh,
1: it changes the variability of the game. Um, I like how you have to to adapt to the, the environment for outdoor events, whether yeah. that be running, rugby, whatever. I like that part of the, the aspect of the game, whatever it is. Um, yeah. So I like outdoor. So.
0: Okay, okay. Um, what's your dream place or your favorite place that you've traveled to?
1: My oh, dream favorite place. Ah, oh, favorite. Honestly, my favorite place um is Hawaii, um and and for one reason, one reason only. My grandmother used to live out there, and I have cousins out there still. But when you get off the plane in Hawaii, that's the only place that I've known that smells that amazing. Um, it, you get off. I can't remember the name of the flower. Some type of lily, I believe. But the whole place smells so good. You have the salt from the sea coming. You have this, yeah. you know, this uh, beautiful flower sink washing through the air like it it blows me away every time i land there it's like it's just the smell alone and i've never <laughs> let, like traveled and landed in a place that ever like did that to me like you know i've been to some cool places but nobody ever like i land like landed a guy on the plane and been like what is like what is this yeah yeah
2: maui right. or, or uh which which island uh, it was a wahoo okay. nice Oahu. Um,
0: do you have a um a favorite instagram or twitter account that you follow Oh, do I have a favorite?
1: No, actually, I try to honestly limit my amount of time I spend on Instagram because I notice I do a lot of dumb scrolling.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I try to
1: like, try to like, post my issue and then be off. Um, but you can this call out of- some
0: Instagram models too if you want, whatever you want to do. No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, uh, my, my, no my, I don't follow any Instagram models. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, I we can cut I that out. That. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, nah, uh, this uh this is kid and his father and his dad that do these videos. Uh, I know he's on TikTok. I don't have TikTok, but I know he's on TikTok. I don't know his Instagram, but I whenever I see him, he's hilarious. This is kid and his dad, and they just do um, do dubs over like uh scenes from movies, and they're hilarious. They're the funniest little duo ever.
0: I don't think I've seen that one. I'll just try to find it. Uh, I gotta I gotta, like, oh, I
1: gotta remember his name, but no, they're they're funny. That's the kid funny. is funny.
0: Do you have a a a favorite number?
1: Favorite number, number nine. Number nine. nine. Any specific reason? Um, that was my number for football. It was my number for soccer. Um, it's just yeah, it's held me down. Just the the number, okay. (laughs) The
0: the last one I have for you is uh, how many Krispy Kreme donuts do you think you'd be able to eat in an hour? An hour, a dozen. A dozen? Okay. We we, we ask all of our guests that, so we just like to hear the responses.
1: I could do a dozen in an hour because, like, anything past that, I feel like I would just feel just, like, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. I couldn't, like, physically get myself to do it. But I could do a dozen an hour I could piss myself out. Because you already know, when you first get a Krispy Kreme, eat one instantly. Like, it's gone. Yeah. So you have to get two because the person disappears (laughs) somehow, like, as soon as you get it. It's like, holy (laughs) shit, where'd they go? You You ate ate my donut. You automatically (laughs) Like, just like it never makes it. Like, I swear, as soon as they hand it to me, just just put it in my mouth. Like, just yeah. throw it from the <laughs> window. In my mouth, that's where it's going. Into. So, the first one's gone. So, I already have like, then I have 11 to eat. So, it's really just 11 in an hour. So,
0: yeah yeah, I yeah. could do good that. Could do that.
1: Well, what's your Ger- most ever
0: said? Oh, my God. We had Georgia Ellenwood. Do you know her? She's a heptathlete um, yeah. in the Olympics. And, uh, she said like forty or something. <laughs> she was like, "I 40? could do like forty or like thirty or so." I was like, "That's she, a lot of donuts."
2: She'd be Krispy Kreme <laughs> out of her butthole if she did that.
1: Yeah, that's disgusting. Forty donuts? I thought I was a dozen. Maybe maybe a month. No, no I, th- I think I think it. she
0: was a little <laughs> overzealous on that one. <laughs>
1: ah, forty donuts. You're dying. I'm
0: yeah,
1: sorry. there's no could... nothing's good coming up. No. Like, something bad is gonna happen yeah.
0: <laughs> for sure for sure well that was my last uh one drew do you have anything else
2: no just thank you so much for coming on david it's yeah. been an honor to talk to you uh it's been really really fun thank yeah. you
0: this has been awesome,
2: awesome. No, nah, thanks you, for having me It's been great
0: do you have any hard-hitting questions for us and our uh great athletic careers that we've had no stop kidding <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah no what's your what's your athletic background
0: both of y'all yeah yes, 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 yes. um i mean i basketball is i guess i guess is about my main sport um i'm on the taller side so i guess that's what i was kind of like built towards so basketball i'd say i played football and soccer too in high school um okay. but that's about it i still play like rec rec ball and stuff uh, as far as basketball goes but i'm getting to the age now where Everyone's like getting hurt around me, and I, I I get I feel terrible after every game. So I'm like, I don't know how long that's gonna last. I roll my ankles <laughs> all the time, so it's it's a it's a rough life.
1: <laughs> uh, understandable, understandable. I hear 30 and everything creaks and like. Yeah. <laughs> know, yeah.
2: <make> <laughs> <laughs> We're all in the same boat. Nah, Drew Drew was
0: nice. an all-star uh, baseball uh, player, though.
2: I, I played bench. <laughs> <laughs> You drew, you had a good
0: story, a baseball story, though, right? About you uh catching uh, a ball in the outfield.
2: I ran into the fence, uh, <laughs> but uh, if coach would have put me in for a quarter, I would have won state, man. <laughs> Uncle Rico,
0: yeah, oh, for
1: what it
2: was, what a state, man. <laughs> won state. Oh, uh, that's great. Man.
0: Well, yeah, thank you for uh thank you for coming on with us. Um, this has been seriously awesome. It's been a pleasure. You are hilarious and super impressive. We're cheering on you uh to make it onto the Olympic team in 2024. We'll be there screaming for you. We're, we're yes, gonna travel, sir. we're gonna come Yes, see sir.
1: You. <laughs> thank you. No, it's been a pleasure talking to you guys. Stay in contact with you now for real. It's been, it's do. been great. So
2: very awesome.
0: We'll do. Thank you very much, David. Have a great night. Thanks, David.
2: It. Take care.